Hello there, it's Jamila Jamel. Take a deep breath. Let your breath out slowly to the count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do you feel better? Well, on my podcast, I Weigh, this month we'll be exploring ways to tackle mental health and feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and many more. Listen to I Weigh wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, friends. This is Sarah May, and this is an episode about self-control and more specifically, why a lack of it isn't your fault. So I'm going to hopefully give you a couple ways to improve it if you don't have a lot of it. So if you find you have a lack of willpower to do what you know is best for you when it matters the most, then this is a podcast for you. So I'm going to go into the reasons why as well as uh, give you a couple tools to make progress. And it's divided into three parts. Number one, the science between willpower and its effects and why maybe you suffer from a lack of it. Uh, Number two, some of the actual causes that induce this. So maybe what roots your lack of willpower might have. And then number three is just some simple tools to start to create change today. So with that, what is willpower? Part one. Willpower is a particular kind of energy to exert control. So with low willpower comes a whole lot of bad stuff. It comprises, compromises your ability to follow rules. It reduces your emotional control. It also makes you more aggressive. um, So you lose your temper really easily. It gives you anxiety and it affects how well you do at school, the amount of traffic accidents you have how popular you are, and how successful you are. So it's kind of a big deal. Um, And willpower, this energy, is finite. And that, I think, is pretty overwhelming. Just, it's a reservoir, I think, I like to think of it like a reservoir of water. And once you run out of it, you're using it throughout the day. Once you run out of it, you're just tapped. And that's when you make decisions that you know are not good for you. Um, And unfortunately, you can't tell when your willpower is depleted. Like, you don't feel that it's gone, but it just gets worn down throughout the day. The more you have to use it, taking scoops out of that reservoir, big scoops of water, you're going to run out of it if you just have to use it constantly. So universally, know that you have the most willpower in the morning. Um, The energy for willpower is linked to your body's natural energy supply. And that's why dieting is kind of a catch-22. Because you need energy to have the willpower energy. Um, Not to mention, the more you diet, the more your body learns to resist dieting. Um, Also, the amount of self-control you have has a large effect on work and on school and your performance in those places. But it doesn't have... A large effect on dieting. So if you suffer from a lack of willpower when it comes to food, it's best to fill yourself up with healthy food so that your body has the fuel to supply you with willpower. And most importantly, you have to use your strength, this reservoir, for one task at a time. 
Because if you're trying to diet and quit smoking at the same time, you're not going to be able to do both successfully because you're actually splitting the energy source in half. It's like trying to put out two big fires with that same pool of water. It's best to use it to attack one. Um, and because this is a finite increment of en energy, if you are dealing with something all the time, like let's say a lot of stress in life or you're managing a lot of emotional pain like deep down, you're going to likely have a huge problem tackling other things that require willpower like, for example, starting a diet or um, stopping yourself from snacking late at night while you're watching television. So just picture yourself, you're swatting away flies all day long. At the end of the day, you're just going to get worn down. You're going to be exhausted. So likely you're just gonna, your arm's going to slow down. Um, and you might even stop caring at a certain point that the flies are landing on you. You just, there's no way you could keep up that same energy if you are trying to do a thousand things at once all day long. A lack of willpower is also tied to aggression and that's just your energy being worn down so if you've been working all day you're dealing with tolerating a lot of stress and you are now driving home in traffic you are going to be more aggressive hence road rage so it's all kind of natural not your fault um which brings me to just part two which are the causes of low willpower meaning a tapped reservoir. So these are just things that decrease your ability to have self-control. The things that are just going to be milking that reservoir throughout the day, maybe unbeknownst to you. Um, so these are a couple of them, the most, I guess, relevant factors that you might want to look at. So number one, if you have a stressful environment, whether that's a stressful household, maybe there's a lot of yelling, a lot of anger, or in your neighborhood, you're in a violent neighborhood, it's very stressful. Um, or if it's your workplace, you're dealing with a lot of high stress in your job, or maybe a hostile work environment, or maybe that's in your relationship. So you have uh, a lot of fighting or aggression or fear, whatever it is, tension. All of those things, just tolerating them and managing your emotions to like stay level, that's milking your reservoir. Number two, um, if you have undealt with trauma or other issues, so past issues from back in the day, like undealt with family stuff, maybe there was a trauma you went through, or um, you have anxiety, depression, an eating disorder, PTSD, some sort of big secret you don't want to look at, some sort of pain that's deep down that you're, that are, you're kind of like uh, ignoring or trying to keep at bay at all with at all times, that takes so much energy. That in itself is probably going to cause you to have absolutely no self-control. Um, just because you're using that entire reservoir, just exerting all that energy just to stay normal or appear normal. That's a big one. Number three, if you have a day that's filled with tedium. So like if you're forced to basically act uh, like you're paying attention to um, complete lengthy unwanted tasks that require your attention and demand a lot of your patience. So let's say like you have to endure lengthy meetings, listen to speeches, 
Um, stay completely attentive to things that are really boring to you. That's depleting your reservoir as well. Um, number four, too many decisions. This is a weird one, but it's true. So if you have to make too many decisions over many, many, many things, like you're given thousands of choices or you have to execute multiple decisions constantly all day, uh, this exerts the same energy. That's a scoop of water out of that reservoir. You're, um, when you're faced with lots of questions and you have to make maybe vague decisions, so even if that's choosing products at the grocery store, that's tapping that reservoir. So I would say keep it simple on the decisions that don't matter. Just try and attribute as little attention to them as possible. If it's something as simple as like, which brand of toilet paper? Just go with the first one. Don't waste your reservoir. <clears throat> Number five, faking it. And I mean <laughs> work or in life. Um, just forcing yourself to enact emotions and feelings that are different than how you feel. So if you're forced to act, uh, appear more enthusiastic and you feel the opposite inside, or if you have to act um, like you don't care or like you have to act very serious and that's very against how you feel, whatever it is, you are exhausting the reservoir. <clears throat> so if you're faced with um, something, I don't know, at work perhaps, where you have to perform as somebody you are not, that is, that is very, very draining to your self-control. Um, number six, temptation. And that is um, kind of, I'm going to make it more specific because obviously temptation is just a natural state. <clears throat> Supposedly, according to doctors, we have desires about half of the time we are awake. And it doesn't mean it's like, sexual desire. It could be, I want to take a vacation. I want a cupcake. I want to lie down. Some of them are more basic and simple, but let's just keep it to temptations that are harder to resist. So um, as you are doing that throughout the day, just as a normal human being, that's what you're naturally doing, you are wearing down your ability. You're, you're scooping out of the reservoir again. The thing when it when it actually becomes a bigger problem is if you are living in an environment of constant ten temptation that you have to resist. So, for example, maybe don't allow yourself to open the internet on your mobile because you might be looking at all the things you want to buy. Like, that's surrounding yourself with temptation. You're kind of, like, setting up uh, the cards against yourself. So, as well as that, get all the crappy food out of your house because you're staring at it. You're bringing temptation like to yourself when you have worn down much of your resistance throughout the day. So just don't promote tempting things to yourself additionally. Like don't help yourself be, um, be able to control yourself by reducing the amount of temptation you're around. Like if you are worried about, worried about yourself, like, uh, going shopping and spending too much money, don't go to a mall. Or if you're worried about yourself, uh, I don't know, gambling, <laughs> that's kind of a harder one, but you know what I mean. All right, moving on, number seven, PMS. I know it's weird, but women, ladies, your body uses um, glucose, which is the energy supply behind willpower. Your body uses a ton of it for reproductive activities what the scientist man said. Basically, if you have PMS, 
you might be if you get cravings for food when you're when you're PMSing, you likely are using a lot of that glucose for your reproductive activities. So you if you don't eat enough nutrition to replace that, like you basically should be eating a lot more food um, that's good for you during that time because otherwise, most women I guess don't re uh, replace enough of the nutrition when they're PMSing. So if you do have the cravings, you're not replacing enough of the nutrition you're being, you're losing. So that's when you are most likely to relapse. If you're a smoker and you used to smoke, you're going to relapse. You're more likely to relapse then. Like you're basically more, your reservoir is way more drained than it normally is. So your self-control is impaired. It doesn't mean you're going to take on new like vices that you never had before, but it does mean that you're going to be much more vulnerable to abuse substances you have given up in the past, basically de debauch, all of those things that you try not to do, you, you're going to be more, more vulnerable to doing them if you have bad PMS. Which takes me to part three, tools for strengthening. So universally, you have a lot more willpower in the morning than you do at the end of the day. So a lot of what will help you to be successful in ex executing more self-control is just about awareness. So if you have a stressful environment and there's not a lot you can do about it, just start by acknowledging that that is a cause. And that's something that is not related to your abilities as a person or your strength as a person. It's conditional, but it can be improved by you taking just some really simple steps. So just know that it doesn't mean anything about you. So it's not a comment on how successful or talented you are and will be. So just... Forgive yourself. If you have bad self-control and you have a couple of these factors that are contributing, that's that's the reason you have low self-control. Has It's not because you are a, a lazy or a broken person. There are very, very specific causes. There's also likelihood it could be genetic. There is like a gene, I think they call it the warrior gene, um, and it's in a lot of people. And it's basically from hunter-gatherer time where you had to be aggressive to survive. So... You might have a genetic propensity to low willpower. But regardless, here are some additional tools that you can set up in advance to basically help yourself be the most successful. Um, and they're very, very simple. There are also some tools I'm going to give you to just to actually basically make that reservoir bigger. Like you can actually work the muscle that is willpower and increase your capacity, which is awesome. Um, so these are preemptive and muscle building. Here we go. The first one is ask the future you to call the shots. And that's basically if you are in those moments of like, I feel like a lot of the time for me at least it's like, I don't really have a good reason not to. Like, why not? I kind of want this thing now. There's no reason not to. And that's usually not the best for you, but you don't know that in the moment. So I usually picture my future self, like next day self, what would I want? So you just, in those moments, ask the future you to make the call. And things just get a whole lot clearer what you really want, despite whatever uh, chemical state you're in, in your weakness. Um, next tool, I'm calling it Demolish the Stage. 
So picture your lack of self-control as like a play that happens on the same stage night after night and you kind of get into the same structure or it's almost like it occurs in the same situation or setting and that's when you're quote done for like you almost know when you're going to lose your willpower so whatever those moments are just kind of take note of them in yourself and if that's kind of a, a looped performance that you see is happening I suggest creating a major life structure change. So in other words, you just have to disable yourself from the lack of willpower window of time. So I think literally changing your workout to after work, if you have like a habit of just basically uh, sitting in front of the TV and snacking, move that workout to the end of the day so you're replacing that window. Or change where you sit when you eat dinner. Or maybe remove the television from your living room or whatever it is. So just force yourself to have no access to the same environment. For example, you can also schedule things and invite friends to meet you um, at an exercise class. Like you're forcing yourself to be accountable. Or throw away the remote control. Or cancel your cable. Whatever it is, you're creating a construct to remove your weakness window. And know that it'll be a little bit uncomfortable at first, like you'll kind of be mad at yourself at first because it's your habit you've kind of chemically become addicted to, and you'll automatically wish you could soothe in that same way. Like you'll, your brain will be like, ah, oh, but I wanted to not have to think right now. But that goes away very quickly. So I recommend something replacing it that has a chemical, a happy chemical inducing property. So exercise is a good one, meditation, um, being outside, you're going to become addicted to the good thing in its place. So give it, give it time. It'll be difficult at first and it'll get easier and easier. And then you'll be like, oh, I can't wait to do that thing. I want to meditate so bad. Uh, moving on. This is one that's specific for if you have low willpower when it comes to food or snacking, um, and it's called the broccoli test. And this is a, uh, I'm actually, I'm going to post all of the references at the end of the blog version of this, but this is um, a tool from another writer. So I will give you a link to that book as well. But it's basically a tool to figure out whether or not your hunger pangs are coming from emotional or physical hunger, because you will get both of those things. So if you find you have trouble with um, getting cravings for snacks when you should not be physically hungry, this is a way to measure if that's emotional hunger, which is coming from a place of avoiding negative feelings. Like you, you're basically using food to get a chemical release that will soothe the negative feelings and also distract your attention. It's kind of like a drug release instead of actually needing nutrition. So if you're if you're truly physically hungry, picture a piece of broccoli. And if you would not want to eat that piece of broccoli, then you're not truly hungry. Like if you're craving a good rule of thumb to figure this out is if you're craving a very specific food, it's probably emotional hunger. So if you're craving cheese, but you, you wouldn't eat a broccoli, like the fact that you're craving cheese is tied to emotions and soothing and it's not tied to hunger pretty cool um next one on my list this tool is called um 
verdict in the morning. Decide the verdict in the morning. So it's basically your your reservoir is going to be tamped or weakened at the end of your day. So make any and all difficult decisions in the morning. Like if you have something you have to decide that's going to take a lot of very important thought, it's very life-changing, maybe it's a difficult, some task that requires an intense amount of concentration, just choose that window of time well. So choose it in the morning when you have slept. That'll be when you are the most capable of deciding the right thing. Alrighty, moving on. Next one is called work out the willpower muscles. So these are all tools to um, actually increase the size of the willpower reservoir. And it's actually something you can practice. And it doesn't even have to be something related to your vices. It could be completely disconnected from it. Although, why not do something that is one of your your true goals. Like as long as you're strengthening this muscle, you could just make it something specific to you. But for the sake of an example, I'm gonna just gonna give you a couple kind of generic ones. So to improve this muscle or strengthen this muscle, you can just focus on for two months your posture. So whenever you think of it, stand up straighter or sit up straighter and just watch yourself and Basically, you're looking to override um, habitual reactions. So if you slouch or you sit like, you know, relaxed against the back of your chair normally, practice exercising self-control by sitting up straight and tall. And basically, you have to break the habit again and again and again. And the overriding of your natural trained-in instinct is what changes your willpower. So you could pick anything. If you wanted to do something not as, I don't know, that wasn't going to affect your relaxation as much, you could do um, this one I'm calling the ambidextrous workout. So this is like you basically use your non-dominant hand to do tasks for two months. It might be more difficult than the other one, but you use it to open. So if, let's say you're right-handed, use your left hand to open up doors, to open up jars. Um, try brushing your hair using that hand, brushing your teeth. Whenever you think of it, override your natural inclination to use your right hand and instead train yourself to use your left hand. Um, and if you don't want to do any arbitrary ones, just whatever you are working on, like whatever goal you have in your life for yourself, let's say it's saving more money, Choose the easiest thing on your list of goals and focus on just that one. So don't don't focus on dieting and trying to save money simultaneously because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be harder to accomplish or be go, become good at those at the same time. Same goes for don't try and quit smoking and diet at the same time. So let's say the easiest one on your list is um, you want to save more money. Like, just attack that for two months and just be very, very conscious of choosing the less expensive item of the same kind of item. So buy the generic brand toilet paper instead for the next two months. Just little things, but be very conscious about overriding your habitual reactions and doing them differently just for the sake of flexing this muscle. And, uh... Universally, whatever it is, these 
small exercises will increase your capacity for self-control. Yay. And it, if you are doing something that's difficult or annoying, like the, the right hand, left hand thing, it might deplete your willpower in the short term, but it will increase, increase your capacity overall. Just want to note that in case you get really frustrated and want to punch somebody. Okay, so I like to do little things like things I want to get rid of in myself, like tendencies. I override them individually, um, like complaining or an instinct to feel guilty. Like in the, in the instance of that thing, I will override my gut reaction and correct it to be something different and take note that I'm doing so in favor of my reservoir size. <laughs> that sounds gross. Anyway, uh, so I hope this helped. And I think most important of everything I've said is just to not beat yourself up about low willpower because that's just going to inhibit your ability to use your energy to help yourself. And it's also, there are very clear factors at play. It's not your fault. So just start by changing any and all, any tiny habitual response. Just start small and just go as often as possible. And then move on to trying to make some lifestyle changes in favor of reducing the amount of stress you have to endure or the amount of, uh, I don't know, not funness you have to endure. Soothe yourself in any way you possibly can. Um, and if you are managing a lot of emotional pain, or you have some serious past issues, get help for it. Like see a therapist or read a book on it. Um, because you don't have to carry that with you all over the place for the rest of your life. And things will get so much easier. Everything in your life will get so much easier once you just decide to put it down. So just don't ever think it. The change is simple. And it all comes about when you just decide to make something a lifestyle. Because it's not about today or tomorrow. It's about every day from this point forward. So just make a decision and know that you mean it. And trust that change is going to come whether or not it happens now or in years from now. And it will be worth it because your life is worth it and you are worth it. So once you decide that, the goal is yours. Just don't put it down. So I send you my love and vibes of positivity. And if you like this, please review me on iTunes. Or if you don't have iTunes, like me on SoundCloud. Um, because it makes me happy. And it also helps me out quite a bit. Um, alrighty. Happy holidays. Smile, y'all. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.